0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, welcome to Textroverts, the podcast exploring the how behind the who of people working in tech. My name is Martina Simon and I am your host. This podcast covers anything but the job. We introduce the guest, move on to the buzz wheel, a letter number randomizer that determines the questions I'll ask, and we close with sage advice about careers in the industry. Plug in. We're recording.
1: Kemi, over to you. Uh, hello, everyone. My name is Kemi Adeni, and I head the community management function here in the Community and Equity Skill Partnerships team here at Meta. We support all our partner-facing programs in community management. I'm based in London. I've done four years in Meta, started in January 2018. I have two children. I have an 18-year-old, thankfully going to university this year, and my 12-year-old son, uh, who was the reason I took a return to work break, uh, supporting him after his autism diagnosis.
0: Kemi, you're a force. And the way you're so structured and eloquent with that introduction, I can tell you've done it a million times before. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody can see Kemi. I can see Kemi and her beautiful face. She does not look anywhere near old enough to have an 18-year-old, much less a 12-year-old as well. So good skin. Um, (laughs) Thanks, thanks, Martina. Usually these podcasts talk a lot about professional development and how people get into tech and this, that, and the third. I don't want to talk about any of that. We're going to get a little bit personal and dive straight into you. So the way that this is set up is we have a buzz wheel, questions of which there are 520. Kemi will select a selection of questions based on a number and letter combination. So it's a letter between A and Z, a number between 1 and 20. Now the letter, just for the audience, determines the question format. So the way the question starts, that could be why, what, when, where, who, etc. And the number determines the question topic, which is the area of discussion of which there are 20 different ones that I won't give away. So Kemi, let's dive right in. Give me a letter and a number and let's start this thing off. (laughs) K1. Right. Let me navigate on over to K1. You sounded so nervous there, don't be. Um, uh, Number one is family. And the question here starts with, is your speed dial occupied by any particular family member or members?
1: Uh, I'm going to check my phone now. (laughs) Um, Yes, I actually, I have two phones for my many sins. So yes, Mm -hmm. in my speed dial, I think I have my husband and my daughter do they do you still do speed dials on I was just gonna phones, say actually? as I read the
0: question I did think it was a little bit outdated I used to set up speed dial on my old like you know the, the days of the Nokia 3210 oh my
1: and, word those chunky <laughs> ones
0: <laughs> those chunky ones when you would hold down the one and it would be like your best <laughs> friend and two, yes mm-hmm. I don't remember anybody's
1: number anymore so oh like, I don't remember mine Martina <laughs> I have to go to my contacts and click on my card and say remember my phone number
0: this is it or like another little trick I have is hold down Siri and I say Siri what's my number and she will tell me because like I don't know if I've lost brain cells between when I was in my teens and now in my 30s but honestly I can't remember the 11 digits for anybody I can just about get my personal phone but and my mom's but literally I used to know all of my
1: I used to I used to be my mother's telephone directory I grew up (laughs) in Nigeria where we had remember those rotary dial phones yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And I used to be, my mother would say, okay, call me this person, and I'll sit down. I remembered all the numbers. I still remember our phone numbers in Nigeria. And your
0: husband and your daughter, do you know their numbers, the 11 digits each? If, if no. I said,
1: you... <laughs> my daughter's number, I have no clue what which her is, number is. Which
0: means if you lose your phone, or she loses hers, or you both lose your phones, That's there's no it. way. That's it.
1: She... We'll have to go back to the... <laughs> have to go back to the 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 pigeons and the smoke uh signals
0: so technology makes our lives easier and it it, you know it kind of helps us optimize but at the same time we're thinking so much less than we were no yes Um, that's so
1: true that is a scary
0: yeah how long before we can no longer you know like make it to work because we just don't know how to walk to the station honestly true okay kemi yes another letter and another number please b12 B12, that is a vitamin as well, isn't it?
1: See, my memory (laughs) is telling me to take my B12.
0: The topic for uh, number 12 is food. The question here is, can pineapple and pizza be considered delicious? No, no. (laughs) You answered too quickly. Come on. (laughs) I'm I'm in the middle when it comes to this. If you switch that meat out for like turkey salami and you put pineapple on the pizza, Uh!
1: I feel like it could work. Am I weird here or is this... My father lived in Rome for a while. We went quite often, and I cannot imagine anything more insulting um, <laughs> to amazing pizza dough and lovely mozzarella and uh, and ham and salami. And then you put pineapple. But what about the you know like the whole so like
0: sweet and satay or sweet and salt fruit if you with want pineapple? Have it on the
1: side. You can eat <laughs> your pineapple after, but no pineapple on pizza. Please. No pineapple on pizza. Again, I think sometimes we're moving too fast with food. We have Nigerian jollof rice. And sometimes you see some chefs say, oh, yes, we're going to do a spin on jollof. You think, no, just leave my food. My, my and... accent, my Nigerian accent will come out now where is it? <laughs> leave my jollof. <laughs> so you can imagine the Italians feeling incredibly insulted okay, now okay, when okay, you put okay, pineapple okay. on your... If you can want you... pineapple with your pizza, put it on the side. Can you speak any Italian? I only remember the swear words now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Belitzimo, No, it's
0: such a gorgeous language. It's very melodic. Yeah, it is
1: so gorgeous. Yes, it is.
0: Kemi, (laughs) another letter and another number. Z15. Ooh, Z. Okay, so the topic uh, for number 15 is nostalgia. So Z15 is, describe a day from your childhood that you remember fondly.
1: Oh, there are many days. I grew up in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. And life was so different then. Life was so free. And, and my heart breaks because, again, Nigeria is a country of um, sort of reverse development where mm. things that we had when I was growing up, we don't have anymore. We seem to be regressing in our development. And it breaks my heart when I go back, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nostalgia growing up, the rain, I loved the rain. Mm-hmm. And anytime it rained, uh, it was time for Kemi to get out and go dance around in the rain because the rain was warm. Yeah. Uh, but the smell of the rain always uh, and people think I'm weird. I probably am anyway.
0: I love uh, the smell of the rain, Kemi. So the I'm with you. The rain, I'm with but you. what I
1: used to do when it was when it didn't rain, I would get my mother's laundry spray bottle and spray it on the bare bricks and go and sniff the bricks. I'm sure my mother was thinking, <laughs> This child. <laughs> But the smell of the rain, the nostalgia, and then, again, food. I'm such a foodie. I have a food group Mm. on Facebook with about 1.2 million members where we talk a lot about Nigerian food. Uh But the food food in Nigeria, food was fresh. My mother had a poultry farm. She was one of the biggest poultry farmers in, in our city. And so everything was fresh. And I find myself trying to recreate those dishes and the taste. And you think, ah, it's just not the same. Mm. but yes my the nostalgia rain rain gets me every time I'm one of those who will rain thunder raging and I will sleep so soundly yeah yeah
0: there's like those ambient sound videos on YouTube and um, yes of I've, course I yes, fire I've them been. up all of the time and Nigeria not it's not somewhere I would associate with heavy rain or summer
1: rain because I see it as oh. such a beautifully hot place but oh no there's heavy rain and when the rain. heavens open believe me they open so when it's heavy rain, you will stand in the rain for 10 seconds and be totally drenched. The rains yeah. are heavy. Mm. Sunny days
0: wouldn't feel so special if it wasn't for rain, 50 cent line. I'm, I'm horrible with new music, Martina. I'm too <laughs> old. Let's hope you don't choose that category. Oh, God. Um, Hand <laughs> okay. me a letter and a number, please. P7. P7. 7 brings the topic of aspirations. And the question format here is conspiracy theories outliers which is a book and his theory in the book is you can be anything it's about the fact that whilst we feel like you know your parents and the world tells you you know the world is your oyster x y and z a lot of people's success is determined by the family you're born into the environment Mm -hmm. you grow up in that you know what you have um access to do you really feel you can be anything
1: i tell my daughter she can be anything Mm -hmm. um i grew up in nigeria we were quite well off Mm-hmm. Um so uh, my mother told me I could be anything. I believed I could be anything. But then I thought I needed to leave. I left the country when I was 18. I came here. It was getting slightly unsettled then. And mm-hmm. I've come to the UK as a first generation immigrant and we're starting from scratch. My daughter went to a private fee paying school uh, because mm-hmm. the schools in our area at the time weren't that good. And I thought the sacrifices you make for your children. My mother made the same sacrifices for us. So it's like yeah, we'll sacrifice So for her, Mm. you could say, oh, it depends on how you were born, the house you were born in. Mm -hmm. We chose to sacrifice not having a big, plush house for her to have an education. Mm -hmm. So it's the sacrifices you choose to make. Again, again, I will say we spoke from a position of privilege. I never want to forget the position of privilege because sometimes we do forget Mm -hmm. that we're able to make those sacrifices. Some can't, Mm. some still don't have the opportunity to. Recognizing privilege, knowing that if you if you have the opportunity to make a sacrifice, you can choose to. We mm-hmm. chose to do that for her, mm-hmm. uh, and then I got lucky again. I was doing community management, running my own groups. I fell on Facebook's radar. I moved into a, 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 a good job. Uh, they so look
0: luck like does come in, then I guess in your oh, no, luck as well.
1: Again, many things. As I said, I'm a woman of faith, so many mm-hmm. things come into play. Faith, luck, mm-hmm. being in the right place. I was in the right place yeah, at the right, right time. time. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you ask yourself, what determines that right place? What mm-hmm. determines where you were? I yeah. call it serendipity, the happy accident. Yeah. My daughter was, is going to university. She says going to Ikea is a rite of passage. We have mm-hmm. to go to Ikea. <laughs> so, okay, I, I'm a lazy shopper. So we did a mm-hmm. click and collect for the big bulky things, so we <laughs> didn't have to pick it up. But then we went around the shops. And now there are many tills in Ikea.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We went to one till. And the lady at the till said, oh, you're going to university? Yes. And I asked her, where are you going? She said, Nottingham. I said, you're joking that's the same university my daughter's going to.
0: Oh wow.
1: And then I said what are you going to study? She said law. I said you're joking again. That's the same university the same course my daughter's going to. Look at the what are the chances? All the chances, all the chills mm. All the days of the week we could have chosen to go in. Mm. All the, all days the people of the week you could have spoken could have. to. Yeah. And yeah. it was her and they connected. It's like, "Oh, let's connect." But back to mm-hmm. you can be anything. I said mm-hmm. because you have to believe you can be anything though. If you don't believe that you have nothing to build on. I don't know if
0: you know the author, uh, Paulo Coelho, but he has a I've book called that, The Alchemist. Yeah, yeah. And yes, yes, the whole, yes, of course. The universe conspiring to give you what you need. But first, you have to put yourself on that
1: path. You have to believe it. You have to self-affirmations, prayers, whatever it is you choose to call it. My son wasn't verbal till he was six. Wow. But I had to believe wow. that he will speak. Of course, yeah. I, I, I put him in a mainstream school against every advice. So the fair was there, but I had to, it's like, so which voice are you going to listen to? The loud mm. fair, or mm-hmm. the loud, get off your button, help your son speak. I had to believe the world is not fair. No. So you have to make sure that you're able to speak up. You have to make sure you're able to own your space, you have to make your way. And you can be anything. You can have mm-hmm. faith, you can believe, but you have to work for it. Mm-hmm. And again, sometimes we do the reverse. I do the works. I work hard, but then I forget to believe. So I and tell that's people, just, as, that's fruitless as well. It's just because as bad. You, exactly. You, you have, have to balance so you, that out. You have to balance it out. So yes, you can be anything.
0: Love that. I love how we've come to that conclusion together. Um, yes. Kemi, I could talk to you forever. This has been <laughs> such a joy. Like, I've, I feel like I've gotten to know you more in this chat than the multiple times we've met in and outside of this. I've, so I've got to know myself more as well. <laughs> the, the tradition of this, or so this is the yes. pilot episode, but will be to... So going back to the professional kind of uh, surface for a moment, some sage advice to somebody that wants to do what you do. So if, you know, before you got into the career path you're in now and you're doing a fabulous job, you're amazing, somebody could give you advice that would set you on the path. What advice would you
1: wish to have heard? So what advice would you give to the next person? Believe in community. Community management is a career that is sort of not as Mm recognised as other careers. And it was a side hustle. It was fun. It was a hobby. And I managed to make it into a career. Ignore the naysayers and focus. I used to tell people my passion will annoy you. Don't kill your passion Mm -hmm. for what it is you do. I'm deeply passionate about community management. Sometimes to the point of, yes, as I said, annoying people. But believe Mm -hmm. in your passion. Run communities. Get the practice in and make the connections find out how you can better yourself how you can improve your skills how you can build those skills get recognition for what you're doing get certified community management is an industry that we're growing it's growing now for which we're incredibly proud to be one of those foundation members in the industry and 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 one of my remits is work exactly to push the industry forward so i will tell you to make the connections it's not even the skills yes the connections you make are incredibly powerful. And again, how you how you present yourself sometimes. Present yourself. Always be very careful. And one of the mm-hmm. things I'll leave you with this last piece of advice. Assume anything you say will be on the front page of the New York Times tomorrow.
0: I love that. Thank you so much, Kemi. This has been an absolute joy. I appreciate you having this conversation with me.
1: Thank you so much, Martina. It will be great. I I always say I never listen to myself speak. I might break that rule and listen to this one because it's a lot I need to pick up about myself as well. But this was great. (laughs) All
0: right. Well, we'll leave it there. Thank you so much, Martina. No worries. Goodbye. Take care.